0: Hello and welcome to the AMA Update video and podcast. Today we're discussing two studies that show the impact of scope of practice expansions at large health systems. Joining me in our Chicago studio to discuss the results is Kimberly Horvath, a senior attorney with the AMA's Advocacy Resource Center. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer. Kim, we're so glad to have you back in the studio.
1: It's great to be here.
0: Well, we're eager to talk about these two different studies. Uh, The first one comes from Hattiesburg Clinic in Mississippi, uh, where over the last 15 years, uh, the health system expanded its care teams with non-physician providers. And in primary care, these providers practice independently alongside physicians. Why don't we just start by talking about what happened when Hattiesburg leadership uh, looked at how that was working?
1: Yeah, so um, as an ACO, Hattiesburg Clinic gets a lot of data from CMS. So they dove into that data and they discovered that care provided by non-physicians, particularly physician assistants and nurse practitioners, was more expensive than care provided by physicians. Um, Specifically, the data showed that um, on the primary care side, um, per member per month cost increased um, were $43 higher per patient for those who primarily saw a non-physician, again, compared to a physician. And if you extrapolate this out, um, that led to or could lead to an additional cost, um, to about $10.3 million in annual spending. So big numbers. Um, When they risk-adjusted that number, um, because non-physicians, the patients seen by non-physicians were generally less complex. So when they then risk-adjusted for patient complexity, they found that per member, per month, that patient cost would actually be about $119, um, or $28.5 million more annually. So what they did is they kind of wanted to dig into a little bit more. And they found out that the reason for those cost increases, and this is found in other studies as well, but it was, so it was no surprise, but um, increased um, utilization um, of services. Um, They ordered more tests. They were more likely to refer a patient to a specialist. Their patients were more likely to use the emergency department. Um, So that's all what led to the increased cost. Hattiesburg Clinic also wanted to look at um, the quality of care, and so um, they they did some quality measures and looked at the quality measures. And physicians outperformed the non physicians in nine out of ten quality metrics, and also scored higher in patient satisfaction surveys as well.
0: All right, so that's a pretty uh, significant difference across a number of very very important measures, and you know when Hattiesburg leadership looked at those results. What did they decide to do with that information?
1: Yeah, the findings prompted the leadership to redesign and refocus um, the clinic, the clinic's care model. Um, now a physician is the primary care physician um, for all the patients in the primary care model, and no one sees a non-physician exclusively. They may see a non-physician on every other visit, um, but a physician is always going to be the the primary care physician for that patient. Um, They took about one year to transition it, making sure that patients knew, making sure that all of the healthcare professionals in the system knew. But they also made sure to to, to underscore that non-physicians are still really important. They need them. Um, They actually hired more. They want them as part of the care team model, but they couldn't be, um, they did not want them being the primary care um, leader. Um, They needed to make sure that physicians um, led the healthcare team.
0: Well, that's a very, very clear example and support for why the AMA advocates for physician-led care teams, uh, but they're not the only health system to support that idea with data. We've got a second study, this time from Stanford, uh, and it had data that was based uh, on Veterans Health Administration uh, data. So uh, let's talk about that. What do what we find in that study?
1: Yeah, so that study compared um, the care provided by nurse practitioners in the emergency department to physicians. And it was in, within the Veterans Health Administration, so a closed system. And what it found is that nurse practitioners increased the cost of emergency department care by 7% or about $66 per patient. Um, the authors also looked at the productivity of nurse practitioners compared to physicians and found that um, using the current staffing model of allocation of nurse practitioners in the emergency department would result in a net cost of $74 million annually. A meaning that nurse practitioners are actually more costly to employ than physicians, even accounting for a difference in their salary. The authors of the study cited similar reasons for um, the increased cost, right? Overutilization, more utilization of resources, more likely to order tests, seek consults from specialists and others. Um, and they also found that, um, and this is important, that despite using more resources, despite patients being kept in the ED longer, because, right, it takes time to have all these tests come back and have these extra consults, the patients seen by the nurse practitioner actually ended up with worse outcomes in the ED compared to those seen by a physician.
0: So this is really interesting. So We have pretty similar results to what we saw in Hattiesburg. And I think that probably goes against maybe some uh, common conceptions, uh, given uh, you know, the information that you cite there about which actually is more expensive. Uh, so you really have to think through and look at this data. And uh, even though there's similar results, there is something special that I wanted you to cover uh, about this Stanford study in terms of how it was conducted.
1: Yeah, the productivity profession study is really kind of a top tier study. Um, Other studies that looked at the cost and quality of care often do it in a correlative analysis. The the Stanford study um, used a high quality causal analysis. Um, So a very high quality study. Also, a lot of the other studies in this body of literature actually look at nurse practitioners practicing within a physician led team with physician supervision or collaboration. This study um, was done within the VA, actually within a time period where nurse practitioners were truly practicing independently. They were not being supervised or collaborated um, with physician in the ED, and it really reinforces that scope expansions um, can lead to higher co- healthcare costs. It also helps um, to more clearly demonstrate the importance of physician-led care.
0: Medicine doesn't stand still, and at the AMA, neither do we. AMA members are physicians like you who are shaping the future of medicine. Become a member today and join the movement. Visit ama-assn.org slash movingmedicine. So many scope uh, expansion issues across the country uh, at different kind of state levels right there. And I know a lot of the discussion will often center on experience, training, years of education, uh, between physicians and non-physicians. This uh, discussion we're having today is different because we're talking about costs and real differences in costs and and patient uh, outcomes, so to speak. When you use data like this, does it have kind of a different effect when you go to talk to legislators about uh, issues around scope?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely incorporate this information when we reach out to lawmakers, the state medical associations and specialty societies do as well. It's really helpful um, to push back against the notion that non, we hear this a lot, that non-physicians are, provide as high quality care at a lower cost. Um, These studies clearly demonstrate that that is not true. Um, they're also really great examples of the importance of physician-led care, um, because both of them came to the conclusion that physician-led care um, provides the highest quality care at the lowest cost. And they both also, though, do demonstrate that, again, nurse practitioners and physician assistants are important members of the healthcare care team, but they simply don't have the same skill set as physicians.
0: So for uh, other health systems out there, mm-hmm. I know many of them are looking uh, very closely at the studies coming uh, out of these two places. for. For those who haven't done their own analysis, but do have a lot of non-physician providers, you know what steps should they take to, to really look deeply at their own data?
1: Yeah, we would encourage them to do their own study. A lot of um, particular ACOs, but health systems in general, have data like Hattiesburg Clinic did, Take a look, put a microscope on um, those healthcare costs. It's an important checkpoint um, both on the healthcare team model, but also on the cost and quality of care that is being provided to, to the patients, which is ultimately um, what this what matters is, is the high quality care that we're providing to patients.
0: Well, Kim, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, the studies are complex, obviously, and it's great to have you here to make sense of them. Uh, really appreciate it. You can find out a lot more about uh, scope of practice and the AMA's efforts in that by looking at the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians on the AMA site. You can find that at ama-assn.org recovery. We'll be back soon with another AMA update. In the meantime, you can take a look at all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org podcasts. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care.